Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 99, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepherd, And that guy over there is Rob Jelly, RJ the third. Bing, 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 That's him. You hit the jackpot. How are you, Rob? I'm really good, my friend. A little bit tired. Yeah, you're back to mornings on the BBC. Yeah, so this episode, take 99. By the way, we do have 99 problems. Pizza is not one of them. Pizza is um, not one of them. Yeah, um, th- this is out on the 1st of May. Um, so I've been back to my early stiff... Uh, sh- sh- stiff? I-, I can't even... I can't Freudian even... slip there. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling a bit stiff after those early mornings. Um, and a s- stint, I was going to say, or shift, and it came out as stiff. Well, it could have been, been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Um, I have been, yeah, you can tell I've been up since 20 past two this morning, can't you? Jeez Louise. Um, yeah, so I've been back on my early stint at the uh, BBC Essex for the last few weeks now. Um, yeah. So probably by the time this comes out, I'll be dead. Um, Likely. Um, but that's okay, because we're nearly 100 episodes of the Wowzers. pilot podcast. So we're nearly done. There can't be that many pilot episodes, I mean, that, surely. Four or five at most. Four or five thank at most. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm really good. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah um yeah, quite nice to sort of go back to do something a bit different. Yeah. It's a nice bit of a change. Um but football season started as well for me, so that's very, very American cool. football, guys. Sorry, American yeah. football. So I play uh, an amateur league in the UK, which is very cool. I call that soccer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> would that would that pee them off? They'd just be stupid. I, I think they're making you look more stupid than them. We over here should call their football soccer, and that would be funny. I mean, that would be funny. Yeah. I think I might try it when I go to America next year. Yeah. I just go, hey, where's the soccer game? <laughs> what? You know, the soccer, Super Bowl. Where is it? <laughs> oh, that big stadium over there. Oh, okay. What? Not called soccer. All right. Uh, no, yeah. Otherwise, uh, yeah, I'm pretty good, man. Not bad at all. Not good, bad at all. I'm good, also good. very full of food as we've just had some lunch. Oh, the 50s American diner. Yeah, by delicious. Mm, I am mm, so mm. stuffed. Are you well? I am good, thank you. I've a little bit of jet lag still after really? a couple of still. Yeah. So my, so my, um, are you, you are right there? I'm Rob? just about to explode. Bear with me. You were allergic to the, to the cheesy chips we had. No, I'm allergic to you banging on about your jet lag from yeah. LA. <laughs> yeah, so I have, still have a little bit of jet lag, so I am just mostly tired all the time. Um, but yeah, good man. I might have to go back over there in... Really? Yeah, just briefly. Skype, man. Just do Skype or a I, phone. I could Skype, Write them a yeah. letter. <laughs> could do that, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Just because like, things are... It's weird, actually, I was actually only talking about you and the podcast, oh, as a matter I, of fact, this morning. I deny everything. No, 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 no it was right. good. I was, I was talking about salts okay. and um, and how technically Alice Lowe is now a Disney princess. She's a Disney princess um, now, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, so I was showing someone in the kitchen earlier and they were yeah. absolutely terrified by it. So well done. Oh, nice, good. You, you scared <laughs> someone else. Um, good. And, uh, I'm, I'm doing it as my sort of... It's my little piece, you know, for you, is that... Yeah. Because you've scared me yeah. with watching all sorts of silliness on like the Halloween specials we've done yeah. um, and making me go through sort of all sorts of trauma, <laughs> I'm just passing it on to everyone else. Good, 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 so good. It's like, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm having fun at the moment um, coming up with like things for the, for the feature film. Nice. So we're making a feature film of it. Um, that's why I was out in America. Um, Will the short, out of interest, yep. I, this is something I've never thought to ask anyone. Will the short be an actual part of the feature length film? In a, in a way, or not really? 
Yes. Okay. It will in in some kind of way, yeah. Yeah, not exactly as it was filmed for the short, I guess, but yeah. in a in a guise it will be Yeah, yeah. in there. Okay. Obviously you have to I mean while making the short, uh, I always have a feature in mind, so that's like a little snippet from like the bigger picture. Yeah. Um so yeah, so me and the other Rob, Rob Savage, um we're coming up with ideas and stuff and he's currently in LA having some follow up meetings. Of course he is. Um yeah, so we're back and forth with, with ideas for that. Um yeah, and that one's gonna that one's gonna be a big one. But then we also have Dawn of the Death coming out and then a couple of other secret y ones. Mm. Um but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. The next next year's gonna be fun. And obviously there's some other secret projects we can't talk about at the moment. No, something else that we've got our little fingers in. Yeah, uh, that's very exciting. As soon as we can say anything, of course we will, but uh, uh, until that point. Hush hush. Yeah. Secret squirrel. It's mental. Very much so. And <laughs> um, also if by the way, just so you're aware, um if you are thinking that this podcast smells a bit funny today, it's because we've opted for the sweet vanilla candle today. That's right. And not the soft cotton because I've drowned the wick. Well I feel like Doing a podcast, you need you need you need two things: mm-hmm. great ideas and candles. That's what they you go need. hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Like Tom and Jerry, <laughs> exactly. like Morecambe and Wise. Yeah, great ideas, candles. And if you can get cotton flavored candles, please do do so. Yeah. Oh, by the way, if anyone works for a cotton candle company, yeah, uh, please feel free to send us a cotton candle candy so and I'll put- candles and. Everything else. My brain is really not. <laughs> so so um, another podcast that I, I produce called um, Empath of Least Resistance, a bit of a long name, for my friend Annie in America. They're sponsored by a, uh, not a candle company, but by an incense company. Oh, nice. So she gets sent all this kind of incense. Why are we not sponsored by a television make? We, uh, to buy a television make? Yeah, not even like, I don't even want like Samsung or Alba. Yeah, yeah, we'll I, do with Alba, get in touch. Seriously. I want to bring a low-brand television make. Polaroid TVs, get in touch. I mean, anyone, you know, Alba. Uh, JVC still make TVs now? Of course. Do they? I don't know. I'm sorry if I'm being yeah, ignorant. Yeah, no, JVC's still a big company. I, I really want, like, an old retro sort of TV, like, manufacturer to yeah. sponsor the podcast. I just bought a 90s ca- um, camcorder two days ago. Did you really? EBay, yeah. Is it that yeah. one? No, no, that's... Was that the old one you no, had before? No, I, I have five or six of them. But, um... <laughs> Oh dear! No. Of course you have a v- of course you have five or six VHS camcorders. Oh, I've probably got more than that. Of course even you in have. In this room, but um, <laughs> no, I have an idea of like making a film just from with a VHS camera, um, and it'll be like low budget and cheap. But you know, I knew you were a time traveller. <laughs> I knew you were. Anyway, uh, we are at take ninety nine of the pilot podcast, we and we should move on because uh, next week's episode, take one hundred, will be a special. We'll explain what that is at the Looking end. Looking forward to it. Um, but right now, let's get on with the two shows we are reviewing today. We are only going to discuss the pilot episode of said show, and you can go first, Mister Jed Shepherd. Okay, my name's Jed Shepherd, and today I have brought you the pilot episode. Of emergency room, otherwise known as ER. ER, obviously, the theme song you're hearing. The theme song that you're hearing right now is the classic, classically known uh, theme song. One of the best known theme songs, I think, for a TV show, especially of its of its era. Um, but what you'll find in this pilot episode, like a lot of pilot episodes we actually watch, yep. it isn't there at the start. No, it's at the end, I believe. Yeah, just a little touch of it at the end before it goes to the credits. Cold opening. Yeah. 
And as you people would call it, I'm going to lay my cards on the table straight away. Yep. This is one of the best pilot episodes I've ever seen. Genuinely think wow. that. Well, it's one of the most entertaining. From start, it's 90 minutes long. It is. Which some of them are. And honestly, I was transfixed the entire time. Because ER, it made me feel like I was in the ER. Because there was so much things happening. You can't even get over one traumatic thing happening when another person bursts through the, through the doors. Like in a real emergency room. And you don't have time to even, even think about what just happened. Like you were a doctor there. Yeah. To even... It's kind of taken, and only one, once it's finished, when you hear that theme song at the end, and you're like, "Holy moly, guacamole!" I've just seen. I just went through 90 minutes of of being in a waiting room in in an emergency yeah. room. I'm really glad you started started off with that because one of the things I wrote down was that it's, it feels very chaotic. Yeah. Um, and the staffing there feels quite low on numbers. Uh, yeah. Quite stretched. Which is real. Um, and, and feels more. And I wrote down feels more real than dramatic. So yeah. I mean that in the sense that it, rather than it feeling like a drama, mm-hmm. it genuinely feels a bit like fly on the wall documentary it does. sort no, of thing. You're, it's, you're right. It's less so quite powerful in that way. More, it's almost like a documentary, but it, obviously it's mm. not because it's heavily scripted. Yeah, but um, well, to just, I mean, just before we get too far away from the theme tune itself, yeah, um, you say the theme tune itself is quite iconic. Even if you've never watched ER before, if someone played you that, you would associate it, I think, with a medical show. Yeah. It's got a kind of medical feel to it. It's got a bit of tension. It does um, the casualty thing of the... Yeah, it's got a lot of bleeps, which obviously are quite synonymous with the machines, like yeah. your EKG, EKGs and things like that. Um, and but, but and just the- in general, I think it just feels a, a little bit tense, but also slightly reassuring. There's some strong chord progressions in this that sort of suggest it's okay, you're in safe hands now. Although the, although the situation is dire... You know, yeah, you're okay because you have that tense music at the start, and then mm. it just goes into like the major key. It goes from minor to major. Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah. So, it's a bit musically musically geeky of us to speak of, but yeah, I think it's very important. Then it does, it does make a huge difference when a TV theme tune yeah. puts you in the right mood for the show. But the only thing is, it doesn't mention no. the title in it. Unless you E R E R E R E R E R. No, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't. Which is so. what we should do. Well, that's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't It doesn't feature at the start of the episode. Uh, you do have to wait the full 90 minutes before you hear a little part of it. Yeah. And I assume from episode two, because I didn't watch on. Yeah. Um, although I would. Spoiler alert. Um, that it features at start of episode two. But yeah, I'll, I'll leave that for anyone else to correct me on Twitter. So just a bit of background about ER. It was written by Michael Crichton. Um, who um, you he may was, know he was in Red Dwarf wasn't he he was, he was almost in Red Dwarf but they gave it to Robert Llewellyn instead but uh, yeah Michael Crichton he um, is better known as a as a novel writer um, and you will know him from this one project which I'll talk about in a second mm. but he wrote this in the 70s he wrote this pilot episode in oh, the okay. 70s so he pitched wow it. waited a while I think it's 1994 is the yeah. episode so I think he wrote it in 1976 1974, so it was 20 years 20 later. 20 years. Um, and he basically had this screenplay, didn't know what to do with it. Then in the early 90s, he showed it to his mate, Steven Spielberg, and was like, I've got, I've got this script. And Spielberg wanted to make it into a feature film. Of course he did. But then Michael Crichton was, oh, I've also got this other script. You, you might not want it. It's called Jurassic Park. Um, and, and Spielberg yes. was like, let's do this dinosaur one first. <laughs> So they did Jurassic Park. Wow. Um, I did not realise that yeah. this was Michael Crichton as in the, the writer right, of Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah, and these are closely linked. So 
because of the success of Jurassic Park, obviously mega, mega, mega hit. Um, after that was done, Spielberg was like, right, let's make your like your. Uh, it was called Emergency Department to start with. Okay. Um, and he was like, let's make this into a TV show, like a high profile TV show, big budget. Um, and obviously they got George Clooney in before he was famous, but he was signed up to they. I think he was linked to Warn- Warner's or Universal. He already had a deal with them, so he almost had to come on board. Um, and this this cast is is flipping incredible, by yeah. the way. Just everyone went on to do bigger things. Um, and yeah, and this had a lot of hype about it before even it first aired due to the people involved with it, a bit of a dream team. Um, and if you haven't seen ER before, you don't know nothing about it, it's essentially a day in the life of an emergency room. Yeah, um, You're seeing it from the, um, from the point of view of various different doctors. Um, and like every good pilot, you see it mostly from the point of someone who's just come into this yep they're new um there's a couple of new people there actually um, who's well, there's a few the interns as well a few, yeah a few of the students sort of medical students who are joining them on placement so they get teamed up with obviously experienced resident doctors yeah um and the likes and essentially the, the your your point of reference or, or point of view is uh surgical student john carter mm-hmm. uh, his first day of er yep he gets there. He hasn't got a bloody Scooby Doo nope. of what's going on. Not a clue. And, and like the other guys are like, "Yeah, you know how to do this. You know how to set up an IV." You know, and he's like, "Nope, nope." It's like, "How did you pass medical? How did you get through medical school? You can't stick a needle in someone's arm." Yeah. He couldn't even do that properly. Well, there's the thing, Mister so, Vane. Mister Vane. Sorry, oh, yeah. Mister. Don't move. Don't move, Mister Vane. Right, stay there. <laughs> I got it. And there's, see, I slightly agree with you in, in, in that you know it is sort of at times from his point of view. Yeah. But I actually think you know when you if you really watch it closely from the very opening, the, you the think episode, it was Mark Green, uh, Doctor Green. Green, yeah. So Who's the episode is the by episode way. is twenty four called Twenty Four Hours, mm-hmm. and that's very relevant because it opens up in a dark room. A bit of light Amazing streaming through. Amazing opening, by the way. Um, very, very clever, because yeah. there's a bit of a dark room, and the guy's obviously asleep in a bed. Um, but you can't tell what kind of room it is, what bed it is. It turns out that Dr. Green is just sleeping in one of the ward rooms, because yeah. it's free. Felt like and a cupboard or something, right? Yeah, probably like that. And anyway, half past six rolls around in the morning, and one of the nurses wakes him up, and he's on shift. Job he's done. probably had two hours sleep, Max. Yeah, so he comes up, from, like he gets up, um, leaves the room, Goes to shift, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is at half six in the morning, I assume, not rather than the evening. Um, and then the rest of the episode follows him and the rest of the team, the emergency room team, the newbies, the experienced lot, and all the patients throughout yeah. the day. And to just quickly skip forward to explain why I think it's more about him as the overall sort of uh, chief. I, I agree with you, actually. It finishes with him going back into that same room later on and, and going, saying to the nurse, again. wake me up at half past six. Yeah. And, brilliant, then, brilliant. And, and it's very clever, and yeah. it's an and it's an incredibly powerful tool. I think I think that can be very easily overlooked in this episode, yeah. especially when you've got the likes of Twenty Four Hours and A and E, the shows that Channel Four do nowadays in the UK. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who's listening outside of the UK and hasn't seen any of those, they do genuinely. Uh, one of our broadcasters, Channel Four, put camera crews yeah. into an actual twenty uh, uh, accident and emergency department and film it for twenty four hours. That's got to be based on this episode, surely. Well, I suspect it probably is. Yeah. I, I suspect that actually that idea probably came from something like ER. Yeah. And they said, well, how about we just stick cameras in an, in an accident and emergency? There's you know, probably tons of red tape and paperwork to go through. But yeah. ultimately, you get to see some truly Medical horrific tape. stories. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> I just got that. Sorry, that took me too long to get. You can tell the time. You can tell the brain's working. Um, 
But, it, you know, it's, it's incredibly powerful at times. Yeah. Like some massively rewarding moments where people kind of have, you know, trauma, traumatic experiences and they're brought through it because of the medical yeah. staff. Um, and then there's the absolute heartbreaking stories. And, you, yeah. and the problem is with those shows, they are actually real. Yeah. There's no drama that's actually happened to someone. So, so, so I'm going to talk about how much this is different than other medical shows out there. If you compare it to something like Casualty, mm-hmm. usually with Casualty, you might have one one main story and maybe yep. a, a B and a C story. Um, here, you, you're all the way through the alphabet, mate. Yeah, you are. You're down there's to Z. so many people. There's, no, there's so many stories. There's no big main story. Every, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, you get all the doctors and you get little snippets mm. of their life, but it's mostly about these characters coming through the door. And... Some of these people, you don't even know how it resolves. You're just you're just left in kind of limbo. Like, yeah. did, what happened afterwards? You Which don't is know. probably exactly how doctors exactly. feel. This is why this show made me feel like I was literally I was panicking. I was like, oh my god, have they forgot about the other patient in the other room? Um, it was all just kicking off. And the doctors there were relatively, besides the new guy, they were all relatively calm and mm. just going through it. And I'm just like, oh my god, going this must be a headache and lack of sleep. And then you've got George Clooney, who is one of the <laughs> hotshot doctors there, who everyone seems to hate. He's like, a, obviously, he's like super good looking because he's George Clooney but every woman in there hates him because he's just a womanizer. Um he tries it on with uh, one of the, the new medical uh, girls and she's like nah mate Except none of it <laughs> she's as well there's other, the other thing to add to that as well is actually there was I, I it obviously stood out for me because I wrote it down and I appreciate that you know Jed and I watch these shows to analyze them yeah but the the reference the amount of times the word doctor was referred like to, when they respond speaking to each other yeah they call each other doctor mm-hmm. and i couldn't work out if it was a bit over the top or if it was just the straight up respect of if you're a doctor you are referred to as doctor so so this is the real thing about it. so so michael Crichton wrote the script and then obviously because it was 20 years old he got a doctor to go through everything and make it how it is now basically so everything in this is medically accurate in terms of the drugs you would use certain yeah. things the the acts they would do how people speak to each other. Um, so if you are a doctor, you, are ref- you, you know, people talk to you and say, doctor, so-and-so, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And okay. Yeah. Because it just, it just, it was about 90 seconds near the start where it was just every other word was the word doctor. And I'm like, all right, we get it. It's in a hospital. And, and, it, and it just yeah. stood out enough for me to think, no, that's not right. That's, I think that's- it is. I think you have to. You have to be so precise. You've got to know exactly who's speaking to you. Um, I guess yeah. it's knowing the chain of command for one of a better description. Um, now, um, because there's so much happening, I'm going to just run through some of the main, the main yeah, uh, interesting do. things. I'm going to like rush through it. So, um, one of the, the big things that I think was towards the end, actually, um, one of the big kind of like sticking points for me in terms of like drama was when the uh, girl brought in the baby. Like towards the yes. end, so a young a young woman, maybe in her late teens, early twenties, brings in a baby to the um, ER, and George Clooney, who's crying sobered sc- up, cry- crying and screaming, crying and screaming. Baby's obviously got some had some physical abuse to it. There's marks on his body. It's crying. They do a scan, and it's had it's got bruising and has been abused before. So obviously. George Clooney is thinking, right, something something's up here. Yeah, the mum's done something, but the woman who brought brought it in wasn't the mum. Was the babysitter. Obviously, the babysitter was concerned, so brought it in. So there's, there's that kind of like bait and switch, and then the real mum comes in, um, and you kind of find out that she's like a high flying lawyer, and she's been abusing her kid, just like 
beating her and beating up the kid, and it's a baby. Yeah. And I was like, well, I did not expect that from like the no, 90s. No, it's a real shocker. It's like, bloody hell. Um, it's one of the things we, you know, if, again, if, if this is the first episode of the pilot podcast you've tuned into, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but we look for certain criteria, which we've, we took a while to think about, really, yeah. when we started this whole, whole venture. Um, and one of the things we look for is, is a, a mic drop moment, as it were, yeah. uh, where you just don't see something coming. And that, was an absolute doozy. Yeah. I mean, that got... <laughs> exactly. Because, and you're right, you're, it, it's absolute chaos. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many storylines going on. You know, when you think about the fact that there was that 13-year-old girl who said she hadn't had sex and she wasn't pregnant, but actually yeah. like, the other doctor She's came pregnant. in, worded it in a slightly different way, and she was like, yeah, you're pregnant. Yep. I was like, oh, God damn and it. there's and a lot of children in this as well. Lots of yeah. The kid who swallowed the key, and the mum's yeah. like, yeah, how do I, how do I that, get in? The, 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 <laughs> the larger guy in the waiting area was looking out for someone had come in, obviously a loved one, yeah. and the doctor was like, look, we, we got him into operating, but yeah. they didn't make it. And uh, he just throws him against the vending machine and... And you're like, good God! I mean, this is this is stuff and, and it's have really, to deal and it's with. genuinely yeah. like massively emotional yeah, roller coaster. Yeah. This this show really is, really is. Um, and just a couple of the other things. There was uh, one guy that potentially, um, according to his X-ray, might have cancer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was really interesting because I forgot that that guy, that actor. He has been in other things. I think he's in X-Files as well. But he, he was told, he got really angry with the fact that he potentially had cancer. He goes, Doc, just tell me, just tell me, how long have I got? And the doctor's, oh, maybe six months, if that. So he's like, well, I'm going to go off and um, go on holiday and, and with my wife. She's always wanted to go to um, mm. Nassau. Um so I'm going to take her, and then boom, next story. So you just yeah. this is their life, and the, they don't and they don't let up for the not, whole hour and a half. I, I like, mean, I, I don't know if you felt it. I, I didn't feel it at all. I mean, I was sat there for the hour and a half watching yeah. the whole thing, but didn't notice it was an hour and a half. I wanted to watch the episode. If it wasn't, if I didn't watch it so late, I would have watched straight away. My yeah. to episode two. Um, yeah. I, Benton, Doctor Benton. Which one's Benton again? Black guy who went into the surgery yeah. and yeah, shouldn't yeah. have done, but did. He was great. I felt like the audience was like rooting for him quite we a lot. We haven't said it for a while. Yeah. He's my guy. <laughs> he's my because guy. Because he proved like the other guy's yeah. wrong. Because they were like, you can't do this. He's, you didn't do it by uh, yourself. No, I think he's, he's a resident. Yeah. So he... And, I, and I, please, if you're a medical professional and you can correct me on this, yeah. then feel free to. I'm going to surmise stuff for a minute. Yeah. Um, I suspect that there is a lot, obviously a line of duty. Excuse me, yeah. another pun, another, another so, TV show we can do. So the resident is basically he's not quite a qualified surgeon. They like can he can do surgeries by himself. Yes. yet. but he went in to do it because there was no one else around. Yeah, because the guy came in complaining of, of so on, so, uh, some stomach pains, and like, yeah. he had a very warm sort of abdomen area, and he said essentially. He goes in another room and tells the nurse. He goes, "Look, he's bleeding into his stomach. He will die in the next couple of hours yeah, if yeah, we don't yeah. open him up right now. He's dead." Yeah. So he's got his surgeons. Like, no, the three surgeons we got on are all in surgery. Yeah, they won't be done for several hours, and yeah. the other guy is not here. But to be fair to that, because it was like the head of head of uh, I don't know some like top doctor guy. Mm. He said to him, "Oh no, he's, one, he's the chief medical chief medical. That's right, that's right." But like to be fair, the chief medical guy had a point. You shouldn't be letting unqualified people operate on people. No, so I was just like, "Well, okay, fair enough." Um, but the guy could have died, so he made a call. Yeah, he made a decision, saved the guy's life. Yeah, uh, all turned out okay. And I think, I think that's a very, very key moment in kind of remembering that there are actually people. Probably as we sit here now and talk about this, uh, this show. Yeah. Probably people 
going into their very first surgery. Yeah. In yeah, fact, yeah. one of the guys I play American football with is training to be a surgeon. Nice. He wants to go into trauma surgery. Look after those hands, mate. He's a quarterback as well, and he's getting mullered. And I'm like, dude, you really need to look after your brain and your hands. You might be saving me one day. Yeah, he shouldn't be playing, really. No, but he's, I mean, he's a great guy, and he's very, very smart. And I just yeah. think, like, you know, you got to learn. The problem is, you know, you can, you can practice how to you know, make a chair out of wood and things like that. And it doesn't matter if you mess it up, but if you can't practice heart surgery without actually operating on a heart, yeah, it's, it's absolute madness. Yeah. Um, but I like Benson a lot. I mean, whilst he's sort of not quite there yet in his qualification, I like his get up and go about him. Um, got a bit of attitude about him, but I think you probably have to have that a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah he yeah. made a decision in that sort of stressful time. And God knows what decision I'd make if I was in that. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a clue. One of the other characters that I uh, really like is um, one played by Juliana Margulies, uh, Carol Hathaway. Hathaway, yes. Um, who, and I love it. See, every, every good TV show, like The X-Files, like... That's the only one I can think of right now. Has a has a will they won't they type situation going. Yeah. And if George Clooney is one of the people on that, you know, it's going to be an interesting, fiery oh. thing. And how could you not? Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, can't work out whether they have been a thing or exactly. and they're not anymore, but they're thinking about it again. And that's the great acting between them two because yeah. it's just all in the eyes. Eye music again. Eye music. Eye <laughs> dancing. Yeah. So they've got. Um, so they have a little bit of a conversation where you think where she said you had your chance. I'm just like, oh, yeah. what happened oh, there? Burn. Show me the sequel, the prequel burn. to this. But I think there's, I think that's the key to this show in this pilot episode is it yeah. gives you just enough of a nugget from each of their yeah. lives and stories that you're intrigued into knowing how they got to where they are now. Exactly. Because especially as you get even throwing in Green as well, he gets, yeah. he goes for an interview somewhere else yeah, yeah, to yeah, discuss yeah. another job, mm-hmm. much better money, yeah. less stress. Yeah. And you think. Well, that's an obvious What's going on there's no brainer. But, but just about um, just a little interaction between uh, Carol Hathaway and, and George Clean's character, you can. Dr. Doug Ross. Yeah, Dr. Ross. You can tell why he's like the way he is, why he's a womanizer now, an alcoholic. Maybe it's to do with the failed relationship that he had with mm, Dr. Maybe. Hathaway, because she. She seems to have kind of got his number, and he's yeah. sh- she is the object of his affection, um, and he's just masking that by going with these other girls and, and getting drunk and stuff. So that is really interesting to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's 331 episodes of Wow, ER, 15 seasons. Oh, my God. It ran from the 19th of September, 1994, to the 2nd of April, 2009. So there's pr- approximately 20 episodes per season. Give or take. Um, 15 seasons over 15 years but this first episode it's an hour and a half and you won't regret a minute of it personally it's uh, so good something I'd never watched before I don't think I've even watched a single episode of ER before ever I've watched one episode and that was the Tarantino uh, directed one what? he directed an episode and it was separate podcast idea yeah. the Tarantino podcast we review everything he makes yeah well, besides his film just, just uh, his everything, TV stuff everything he's either been in written directed produced if he's got his name involved in it, we should watch it. There's a spin-off. There's okay, a podcast. I'm there. interested. I'm interested. I mean, cool. I mean, this is alongside all the other spin-off yeah, podcasts we've yeah. come up with along the way as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's incredible. 331 episodes, uh, and I and I assume I'm making very big assumptions here that the uh, final episode in 2009, at the end of season 15, was a big conclusion. Oh. Uh, of some sort, oh. which I suspect something like Grey's Anatomy is going to have to try and match or top. Yeah. Because they're on, they're on, what, 17 seasons, 18 seasons? 
Who uh, Grey's, Grey's Anatomy? Anatomy. Um, yes, and there's, there's no sign of the end as well. And um, the lady that plays Doctor Grey yep. is the highest paid actress in America. Doesn't surprise me. You have a hit show like that. Yeah. I mean, you, you find someone who actually still watches that show. It's hard to find someone. I I tapped out series five. Okay. Um, episode one, series five. I was like, I've had five seasons of this, and it's, it was good. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. But oh my god, that that I was a decade ago. I can't take it. No, it was it was it was good, but then um, all the good people left. I feel okay. Shall we do the uh, commandments? Yes, let's we'll do, do it at the end. Uh, let's do it at the end. For both all right, of them. let's do it at the end because uh, we have another show to review. And the more you talked about ER, there, the more yeah. I realised how closely related these two shows are. Yes. Um, although this one of my choosing was uh, six years earlier. Um, at least. At least six years earlier. We're going to come on to something quite interesting about this one shortly. Um, there was so much similarity in the way that the writing has worked in that you get to see a lot of their lives outside of the, their their work. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it is take 99 of this podcast, yeah. and that is two-thirds of the emergency number for this UK. Interesting. Very you clever. You didn't even see that, I didn't did you? say that. He's such a plumber. Listen to this at, at um, nine o'clock as well. I mean, perfect. I mean... Anyone would have thought this thing was just cobbled together like some sort of hatchet job. I, did, did, did you mean that? Of course I you did. You did not mean I that. I did. Did you? I thought of it last week when we, when you, we picked it. Emergency services because yes. it's 99. Yeah, because that's why I, I thought about doing the bill against it. Very clever. But anyway, that's why that's why I'm the brains of this operation, you see. <laughs> yeah. And that's why this week I have chosen to do London's Burning. Hang on a minute, that's the wrong one. There we go, that's the right London's burning theme. Ooh, what change. But do you know what though? I think... Dissimilar to ER, yeah. if you just play this to yeah. someone who's never seen London's Burning, never even heard of the show before, mm-hmm. all right, and you say, this is a theme tune to a TV show, what do you think the TV show's about? Yeah. Cop show. Yeah. 70s cop show. Mm-hmm. Starsky and Hutch style. It's so funky. Yeah. The bass guitar, the yeah. and then the saxophone kicks in. Yeah. Ah, it's... I've got a fact about, about this oh. song. So they use the theme song for about 10, 9 or 10 yeah, series. Yeah, correct. Do you know who was one of the co-writers of this theme song? Michael Crichton. Crichton. <laughs> Michael Crichton, no. It is... Uh, Sorry, Crichton. <laughs> That's okay, sir. Um, it's uh, Roland Rivron, the comedian. Do you know Roland Rivron? No. He was in the far show and uh, he, he pops up on panel oh, shows. Oh, okay. I'd probably know him if I saw him then. Yeah. Oh, you would know him 100%. Right. Um, but yeah, he 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 was into music. He was a drummer, so he was a drummer on this song. He one of the co-writers. Um, very funky. Yeah. Very cool. Very like, funky. I'm not thinking emergency. I'm not thinking danger. No. You're thinking of dancing. That's what I'm you're thinking, thinking of. Dan- yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. That's the truth to it. I'm thinking of dancing, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Because whilst I like it as a bit of music, and think. It did become very sort of memorable yep. for many, many people who loved the show when it first aired. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think it's the right theme tune for the right show. I genuinely think this is the wrong theme tune. Well, I think it's... And like, I know I'm going to get I'm going to get slandered for this because my maybe. other half loves this show. Does she? Yeah. Well, we I've, watched it together. Well, I've never seen an episode of London's Burning before. Likewise. But I knew this theme song like it, like it... Okay. Like it was sung to me every day as a child. Wow. For some reason, I was just like, yeah, I know this, I know it all the way through, I can hum it right now. Um, but I'd never watched an episode. <laughs> Also interesting to add, yeah. uh, I think we probably should mention it at the top, uh, this is also not in the pilot episode right at the start. Uh, it no. is, I think, at the end of the first episode. So I'm trying to give everyone a heads up okay. on this. So, yeah, because probably at this point I need to mention yeah. the fact that we've watched two different things. Yeah. So this show was a bit interesting where there was a pilot TV film uh, in 1986 that was um, 90 minutes long. And two and two years later, yep. that's when they the first actual episode broadcast. Yep. I think it's about fifteen to sixteen months actually, because yeah. it was very tail end of eighty six. Yeah, the f- TV film came out, mm-hmm. and February of eighty eight, the TV series began. Yeah. So the pilot. So movie, what did you watch? So I watched the pilot movie. Right, good because I watched the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we basically have to, in this case, meld the two together and yeah. take our point of view of this based on the pilot movie plus the TV show. Yeah. Um, But don't worry, it hasn't got George Clooney in it, so it balances out. Um, And I guess because the pilot pilot movie was two two years before, Mm. do you want me to tell you a little bit about that? Yeah, please do, yeah. Give us a synopsis. This was very cinematic for a TV movie. It starts off like a film. Um, And I can just imagine this being on TV in 1986 and people going, holy moly, this is a big budget like thing and maybe it wasn't maybe there wasn't ever due to be a tv show after maybe it was just a one-off mm. um but i was very very impressed because you got to see it's set in uh east london actually it's set next door it's set blackwall is it really yeah yeah set around here um i saw some of the streets you'll recognize around here and in the 80s that's when canary wharf was being built up so it was yeah you can see canary wharf in the distance but there's only a couple of buildings there because the other ones hadn't been erected yet so it was really interesting seeing that um and it was about uh, a new lady um, joining the the uh, crew of Blue Watch, yep. which is a group of firemen in, in this, because it's about firemen on, on, on call. And it's about how this woman deals with being the only woman in a fire station, all of the jokes and stuff, and how she rectifies that. It's all the various different characters. There's one character who is four days on as a fireman, and the other four days is a gardener. And sometimes they they kind of get in each other's way. Vaseline, Vaseline, that's okay. the one. Um, but I'm glad, I'm glad at least the characters have stayed all the characters, similar. All the characters fine. are the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, essentially, we the kind of main plot of it is there were a group of Jamaican gangsters on this estate where one of the one of the one of the uh, people live, um, firemen okay. live, and they are dealing hard drugs. And the way they are moving drugs around is the most uneconomical, stupid way ever, they're hiding their packs of drugs inside TVs and running a kind of like a TV delivery service. Are they Alba TVs by chance? Alba TVs <laughs> are great. And if you're listening, Alba, I think owned I think owned by Asda, Walmart, maybe. Okay. Something like that. Um, but yeah, they're in like rubbishy TV. Good, great TVs. <laughs> the best kind of TVs. Um, and yeah, they're just hidden on the back. So that's how they get by the police who, who have the estate on like on watch on lockdown yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's various different fires that happen all around the city one of the most memorable kind of incidents they're called out to mm-hmm. is uh, a guy and we never see what happened what 
what is going on down there with a the guy, but a guy is called the fire brigade, and he's like, I don't know who to call, but something's wrong down there. And you never see what's wrong down there, but... Was he, he living on the top floor of a flat or something? Well, <laughs> there's something wrong with his man bits. Okay, okay. Um, either some, How delicately put. So, either something stuck... So he's got a towel around right, it. Right, okay. Something, he's either got it stuck, into, stuck in something, or something's happened to it. Right. So to, to wind up this new girl, okay. they're, they're like, um, firewoman, come and check this out. And they think she's going to be all afraid, but she gets right in there. And she's like, cool, anyone got any ice? And they're like really impressed with her. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's this other like B plot with the buying bacon. Right. Um, quite low stakes. Um, can but I jump filmed in? beautifully. Okay. Really is. Can I jump in at this point and ask yeah. you a question then? Because yeah. so you've watched this. I've watched the first televised yeah. episode that went into the first series. Yeah. Did some of that come across as dated? Oh, yeah, because there was a whole racism storyline. and was like, right, okay. even though you're trying to tackle racism, you're being a bit racist. You're being quite right. racist. Some of the comments here, and it's like, oh, God. But I mean, I guess that was reflective of the time. Yeah. Um, I just wonder, because actually there's... I wouldn't say... Um, whilst it, it looks of its time, the episode that I watched, which was yeah. 20th of Feb, 1988, so mm-hmm. what, 15, 16 months after the yeah. TV film, it's very, very much of its time. It's in four three ratio. Yeah, you know, it's this was also had, in four three. Before as well, we had like yeah. widescreen. Yeah, um, I love four three, Rob. I love four three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you're a fan of four three. <laughs> yeah, um, it didn't feel too dated. Oh, it didn't. Okay, no. Good. So intrigued to see how they've gone from doing stuff that clearly doesn't sit right nowadays yeah. from the film to the episode where it's actually. There's probably a few moments in it that I just don't recall that were yeah. particularly bad. But it seemed okay. Like, maybe they learned to maybe just not try and tackle it and just, it is what it is. Yeah. But they still had the female firefighter as part of the force in the first episode Did as they? well. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they've clearly, you've clearly watched the actual pilot to the idea. Yeah. And, and it was obviously quite popular, so they went, okay, well, yeah. let's do this. Let's make a TV show. Yeah, absolutely. And they went on to make 14 seasons, a series of it, uh, from 88 to 2002, mm-hmm. which is just ridiculous. 171 episodes. Wow. Um, the one I watched was 50 minutes long, because mm-hmm. I think they were an hour. Yeah. I think they probably broadcast on BBC One or Two. Or they no, are. ITV. Is it ITV? ITV, yeah. So yeah. there's adverts, so mm-hmm. there's the 50-minute mark. That's why you'd have had an hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so how many fires did you have in the... TV oh, film. Probably... How many call-outs were there and how many fires? So I would say across the whole episode there were probably like seven seven fires, maybe like 10 or 11 call-outs because not all of them were fires. Okay. Um, but yeah, the, the the most memorable person... There was, was one fire in the pilot episode. You're kidding me. No, one fire. Obviously the budget was way down on the film. <laughs> I say, I mean, they made a fire at the start because when it opens up, it opens up and they're all doing their drills in the like, training ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they've got a tower which they sort of yeah. spoof up a fire with. Well, I was really impressed because there were lots of fires and they weren't on, a, it wasn't like a studio set. It was like a fire on a real street. And I was like, how, oh yeah, there was a derelict building. They, they burnt down a derelict building yeah. in the in the first episode. And this woman's garden was like all aflame as well. I was like, wow, like this is a big budget. So mm. obviously they had to scale it down for a TV show. Did they rescue any cats and trees? Mm, um, no. Just... So no points for you, point for me. They rescued <laughs> a cat from a tree, then ran it over. Um, <laughs> by mistake. Oh, I need to watch that. By mistake as well. That is good. That's there, good writing. There was a moment of... of yeah, there was a strange moment, actually, because 
to really quickly tell you that, and it's not spoilers, we don't do that here, but you know, this isn't this isn't a spoiler anyway, it's not yeah. part of the main story. Is a, a young lad runs into the station, mm-hmm. right? Doors open, young lad runs right in, okay? Yeah. First things first, quite confused as to why he's running. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, but call up. Yeah, what's, oh, oh, slow down, son, what's the matter? What's the matter? He goes, come quick, come quick, it's stuck. Like, okay, who's stuck? Like, you know, someone's, someone's got themselves stuck. It's Fine. guy again. So they, they jump in the, send two fire engines, all kitted out, right? They turn up at this house. Yeah. Cat's in the gutter. <laughs> Stupid cat. Right, anyway, get a cat down and uh, the little boy's holding the cat and he's like, oh, thank you very much and blah, blah, blah. So make sure you look after it. Anyway, they get in the back in the in the engine. Um, do you want an engine or a van? It is an engine, isn't it? I call it an engine. Yeah, yeah. they get back in the engine, and because uh, he's got, so he's, like, he's pulled right up in front to something, so he's had to back it up. And as he's backed up, the cat's jumped out of the kid's hands and under the. And I'm like, funny. I'm like, oh come on. That's good. That's good writing. <laughs> it, I didn't. I couldn't tell whether it was really cheap. <laughs> no, I like it. Or I like if that. it was good or that's not. But <laughs> that's funny. There's a moment that happens, and it's not funny for the cat. Obviously, no, obviously not. Or the boy. <laughs> but they then drive down the street, and someone else waves down the the fire engine. Yeah. Like, all right, stop, 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 stop. And he's like, "What's the matter?" He goes, he "Goes, quick, come because someone's drowned." Like, so okay, what? Okay. <laughs> So apparently these thugs, cat, no, no, these thugs have been like beating up some guy and like, stuck his head down the toilet. Oh, I think he drowned him. Um, hey, what, he actually died? No, no, no he's fine. Oh, right. he, it, they obviously take on water when they yeah. give him CPR and things. Toilet water. Uh, yeah. You do the mouth to mouth. Well, one, that, the chief does try to get him to do it and none of them are like, <laughs> no, it's like, fine, I'll do it myself then. Um, anyway, it was, it was a strange, a bit of a strange scene because the guy who sort of stopped the engine was making all sorts of weird excuses as to why he shouldn't phone the police. And mm. I was like, this is a bit dodgy. Mm. Don't know what they're insinuating here. <laughs> but two gentlemen in a toilet, no one else around. Right, right. That's that's what I got from it. Really? And yeah, there was a mm. there was okay. a, there was a bit of insinuation in that scene. Okay. Anyway, there was that. Um, <laughs> they do a charity drive to raise some money for a local kid who um, needs um, a frame to walk. Right. Um, so he's obviously been he's obviously born with some sort of uh, deficiency in his legs. So they try and raise some money for it. Right. Uh, which is great. It's a lot of fire services do that a lot as well. Um, and there's a bit, of, a bit of moonlighting on the side from a few of them. They do sort of other jobs as, um, as sort of alluded to in the, in the film as well. And, um, and you get to meet them as the people as well as the firefighters that they are, yeah. which I really liked. Yeah, you do, yeah. Like on all of them as well, you get a little bit of each of their lives and you feel like you've invested just enough in each of them to care. Yeah. And one of the things we look for is that emotional connection. Yeah. I feel like, especially in the film, it was mostly Vaseline that they concentrated on. His womanising, he's mm. got a, multiple girls on the go, he's got this other job as a gardener, he, and uh, he, he got, actually got married during this first episode to his third wife. And there was a line in this that was brilliant, because <laughs> they all know him as Vaseline, they all turn up to the wedding, and like I can't remember what his real name is, it was like, like Ronald or something. So when the priest is saying, can you Ronald, blah, 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 and they're all like, Ronald, his real name's Ronald, I thought, I thought his name was just Vaseline. And, someone, and one of them goes, no, no, um, you can't you can't say Vaseline. It's uh, advertising. I thought it was really really clever, clever because like you're on a TV show and you can't yeah. really say products. Um, um, yeah, no Vaseline plays quite a bit of a part part in this. Um, uh, Charisma, one of the other guys in it, he gets a bit of stick, um, but then he's a serial liar. Um, Tony, um, although it's not actually necessarily about him and his his personal life, is actually more about his wife, who's got a bit of a serial shopper shopping addiction. Ah, she buys everything yeah. and so basically ends up getting him in debt 
And I think this is the same guy, yeah, who has who buys all this bacon in, in the in the possibly. Um, yeah. But there's, there's quite a lot. You know, you get enough of each of their characters to kind of feel invested in them and their lives. And uh, and then you do get a fire. Actually, F- thank goodness for that. London's burning as a fire. Um, a derelict <laughs> building catches light, and there's a homeless guy inside. Um, yeah. And um, obviously, they put it out and whatnot. But yeah, all, I mean, all round, it was it was much more. Um, how did they deal with the female firefighter? Because no, there was not even really addressed. To be honest with you, ah, she was just a member of the team. Good, good, good. Because it feels was, like they've learned from the film. Yeah, then, that they don't the film, need to make a thing out of it. Because it was a whole thing. Because obviously, until she did the, the yeah. thing about the, the guys, uh, nether regions, they were just making fun of her. And after that, they respected her. Mm. And then she also there was this bit where they all this all sleeping at night and the lights are off. Really, really well shot bit. And you could just it's on her face, but in the dark. And then they're all. You don't know if they're sleeping or not, and she just starts speaking. Does a whole monologue about why you should, why, she, why you should respect her. She's done all these jobs and stuff, and they start clapping and stuff. It's really nice. Um, but that actress who and her name is Samantha Jane Beckinsale, who is Kate Beckinsale's sister. Wow, really? Yeah, and whose dad is? Oh yeah, I know this, but I can't remember. Richard Beckinsale, who shares a cell with in in Porridge with um, Ronnie hey, Barker. Ronnie Barker, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, she's got definitely got some pedigree. Um, yeah, and I thought she she was she was pretty good. But it's funny, it's good actually. They didn't they don't really address her as an outcast no no. Or there's definitely there's definitely that element of like you know she is the only one. Yeah, and it's probably quite reflective of the time where equality in workplace was starting to come in. Um, there was a lot of reference to unionisation as well. Um, right, yeah, so it was very that, very yeah. reflective of the sort of late eighties. Yeah, um, from that aspect. But yeah. no, it wasn't really addressed. It was just she okay. was there. She was a member of the team. Simple as that. And she did what the the boys did, as it were, um, task wise. And that's good. Yeah, there was no real. But there was all a bit like you know, there was lots of banter. Yeah. Um, I know. Oh, it was great banter. I know. I know it's a word that's bandied around a bit too much nowadays. But you know, there was that camaraderie. But it it, it made no difference. It, it, it made no difference as to whether there was a woman in the room or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which is and, what and she, she exactly said. So and she was she was quite happy to sort of put it back in there yeah, yeah. and and you know just give it back and yeah. and it was all fair and love and war type thing amongst them all and it was okay, quite a nice good. camaraderie amongst the whole group. Um, yeah, and just overall, I think. If we add what you've got from the episode one, what mm. I got from the pilot uh, film, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. I did. I, I, I when, you, when it first opens up, it looks quite dated, so you start to think, "Oh, this is going to be a bit, a bit eighties, a bit naff like yeah. that." But actually, it still holds quite true. Thirty-one years on, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think some dramas nowadays don't have quite as good a, you know, storylines and good character build as well mm-hmm. as, as they do in this. Um, I, little parts of it, like the, the cat in the tree bit, felt a bit fine and Sam to me. <laughs> I'm going to say that. No, it felt a little bit like, oh, this is a bit, you know, this is a bit wafty. But, you know, okay, it's fine. You know, it, it is what it is and so be it. Um, but there were some excellent moments of, you know, just good human-natured drama in there as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So should we, uh, should we run against the, the commandments? Yeah, let's do it. All right, uh, number one, you know, do you want to watch episode two? ER first? ER 100%. Yeah, likewise. I, I can't wait to watch. I, I will probably watch all 15 seasons. I just need to find some time. London Bridge. I London's burning. Burning, even, because uh, London Bridge obviously fell down. Um, 
I, I'm not sure. I liked it. If I it was would, on TV, if I'm would, flicking. Yeah, I would. I'm not sure how quick I'd look for it. Yeah. I, I, probably quicker than, yeah, some other shows, for sure. Yeah. Um, and because my other half is a fan of it and she's watched on. Has she watched I, all of it? Oh, she's, she knows oh, more. Nice. Oh, she knew all the characters were like, she right. knows who's married to who. Right. And what's going to happen like in two weeks. She, yeah, she's obsessed and she loves it. <laughs> okay, that's good. And, and because she's, we tend to have similar interest in TV. No favouritism over this one, by the no, way. No, 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 okay. no, not at all, not at all. Um, because of that, I, I think I know I will enjoy more of it. Yeah. So okay. Well, if you do watch, I them, let su- me know. I, I suspect there will be better episodes. Yeah, I'm sure. This is just um, an introductory. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Do I want to watch on? Of course I do. Memorable theme tune. I think both of them both. probably do. Yeah. 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 Both of instrumental. No. No vocal parts. So no Minus bonus. Points, but well, yeah. no. No bonus points in that a sense. Um. So that yeah, there's that. Um, commandments. What the heck are they? I've lost. Them <laughs> Come here, commandments. commandments so, so another thing on the, on the theme song. Um, Go on. I think most of the world will know the ER one. Not a lot of the world will know the London. In, in the UK. Quite British, very British. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't translate across possibly to the uh, yeah. other side of the Atlantic. Uh, does it introduce you to a new character or journey? ER, some new docs. Both of them, yeah. Both Lums of them. burning, definitely. There's yeah. some new characters, with a new it, date it. with charisma yeah. and so on. Uh, would you pause for a pee? You're, ER flipping, you're flipping after with ER you it's so long to, yeah but You'd have in to. a good way yeah um, I almost would bring my laptop with me to the toilet so I wouldn't miss anything <laughs> I'd also pause it for London's Burning as well probably just in case because I feel like it's not necessarily the, the call outs that are the storylines it's the bits in between yeah. it's more about them as people them and the mess than the fact that they put fire out yeah so I probably would yeah um, do you feel emotionally connected love or hate with one or more of the characters ER Definitely, yep, yeah. Several of them. Definitely. And actually London's Burning yeah. for me as well. All, I do. All likeable characters, even the unlikable ones, yeah. are, have interesting parts of them. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to know a bit more about each of them. Uh, would you recommend them? I would recommend both of them, yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, I would say yeah. that London's Burning is better than you would anticipate it to be if you've definitely. not watched it. Definitely. ER is very, very good indeed. Yep. And is there a mic drop in ER? Absolutely. Yes, there we is. We haven't mentioned yeah. it, but there is one. And a it's, big one. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's a mic drop for all. Yeah. All involved. London's Burning. In 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 the film thing? Yeah. There is a little bit of one where potentially one of them might have caused a fire. Okay. Well, there's a moment in this where there's a bit of thievery going on. And By one act- of the firemen? Well, we, don't, we don't know. Oh, I've got to watch that. Certainly suggestion. It's got to be Vaseline. S- certainly it's suggestion. It's got to be Vaseline, mate. Certainly suggestion that it, it, could, it should be. Um, does it defy expectations? I personally, what? ER wasn't in my book of like must-watch shows, mm-hmm. but it's definitely in there now. I would say ER met my expectations, but London Bridge defied it. Really? Because I I, exp- I had a low thresh, th- low bar. For London's Burning? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it definitely vaulted exceeded, over that bar. Exceeded yeah. it. It was nice. Um, has, have they aged well? ER certainly has. Yeah. London's Burning just. Ju- yeah, it's just the references to like racism and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're a little bit further along than that, but that's just how time works, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And is the hype real? With ER, 100%. London Bridge, people, I don't feel people talk about London Bridge anymore. London's burning. London, yeah. I'm supposed to be on this tired. Sorry. That's fine. I'm still jet lagged, mate. (laughs) Yeah. um... Jet lagged you in a minute. (laughs) Uh, Jet lagged me. uh, What was I saying? 
You oh, no, I've gone. <laughs> London, <laughs> London's burning. Is the hype real? It's better than uh, yeah, people, what I, people have said about I it. I think so. I think London's burning is better. I think ER is... I know it's been popular. I know it's been rated well. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think the drama's been banged quite loud enough for ER. True, true. I genuinely think it's one of the best dramas we've watched. I think it's one of the best pilot episodes I've ever seen, to be honest. I was mm. I was invested straight away. Very, very good. Very good. So, time to score it. We each get to give it up to 10 points. We have one. Right. One 11. If we ever want to play an 11, we're allowed to, but only once. Are you putting that into my mind because you think that could potentially be it? I'm just saying, you have said it's the best pilot episode of all time. Even, oh, I would say it's one of them. Even better than Lost? Which we it's... didn't. Which, we, by the way, we didn't take one of the pilot podcast. Do you know what? It has a similar vibe to me as oh. Lost. So I'm going to give it 10. 9.5. Wow, it's gone big. <laughs> Find me a better pilot than that. There's a couple out there. That's about it. 9.5. What are you going with? Gets a nine. Nice. Okay. I'm happy with that. So that's think, well into I the think, charts. Does that yeah. make it second? Well, it gives it an 18.5. Joint second, perhaps. Which is going to be very high. Hmm. Um, it's joint second. So I'm just going to, for a second, stick it Nick, under at the bottom of that list because we're going to move it up the 18.5s in a moment. Okay. Um, let's put the other one in the league table first as well. London's burning. I liked it, just not quite as much as ER, but it was much better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. I'll come straight in with a seven. Okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's just nowhere near as good as ER, but it's Fine. better than I thought. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be a five, but seven. Uh, yeah, I, I I could have quite easily. Assumed it would have been like a sort of five, so yeah, uh, it was just seven and eight, so four, uh, 15. Um, that goes into the likes with uh, End of the Effing World, Disenchantment, Timeless, Allo Allo, Modern Family, oh, Beverly Hills 90210, The Flintstones, oh, Marvel's it- Agents of Shield, Mork yeah. and Mindy, 15's great, The Exorcist, Hard Knocks, Knowing Me, Knowing You, Cheers. Wow, okay, but That's that a- is outside our top 50. So, sorry, London's Burning, but you're just going to have to mill your way around the 15s on your own because we do have to work out whether ER is our least favourite 18.5 or okay. our most favourite 18.5. Is it better than Treasure Hunt? Yes. Is it better than Breaking Bad? I don't know if it is, mate. I'm not sure. Is it going to go right there? That works for me. Yeah, it's not better. Than Is it better Bad. than Haunting of Hill House? No. Okay, so, and it's not better than Breaking Bad. No. I go with that as well. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. It's, it's, it's almost exactly the same as Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, yeah. I but, think it's very influential as well. Mm, we need to take that Breaking Bad has the advantage of being newer, so it's learned a lot from things like yeah, ER and exactly. how to do it. So, okay, fine, it goes there. So, our eighteen point fives include Lost, mm-hmm. uh, Sopranos. Oh, hang on, Lost, Lost is top. Top of the so, 8.5. Yeah, so it's top of the 8.5s. It's not 19, which yeah. we have four shows on. Do we? Yeah. So we have Lost, which is top of our 18.5. Sopranos, Sesame Street, The Office UK, mm-hmm. Haunting of Hill House, Breaking Bad, ER, okay. and Treasure Hunt with Annika yeah. Rice. Which is amazing. People out it's there, incredible. the pilot episode of Treasure incredible. Hunt. It is awesome. When I get my pilot's license, we're bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's um, do that. And just because we've mentioned them and uh, we're here, yeah. our top four are all on 19. Okay. And 
in ascending order from fourth to first. Yeah. Planet Earth. Yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Which was excellent, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I believe they're remaking. It's coming back. Yeah. And top of our list, yep. as he stand on the 1st of May, mm-hmm. the A-Team. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, and that brings us very nicely on to mentioning that next week is take 100 of the Ooh, pilot podcast. Yeah. Can I say now, on record, thank you for hanging out with me for the last, like, two years yeah. and watching all these TV shows. It's been a genuine pleasure. It's been, it's been awesome. It's and been I'm excited serious. for another 100 takes of this nonsense. Oh because, do you know what? Whilst you were chatting earlier, I had a little look online. Yeah. A somewhere in the region of two and a half million more shows to watch, mate. <laughs> it's it's going to go on forever. You're at the end of 2020, then. Easily. Guess, yeah. 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 20,020, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, No, genuinely, oh. it's been so much fun and yeah. uh, looking forward to doing something else. So next week for Take 100, we're going to do a sort of theme tune special. We're going to go away, pick five of our favourite theme tunes of all time. Some have featured on the show, no doubt. Yeah. Some we haven't done yet, but mm-hmm. we'll get to. And uh, we will have something special lined up for yeah. you. Should we tell them any more about it or no. just go... But should we do it? Should we? So you have five, I have five. Yeah. And like Pokemon, I'll pick one. You pick one that you think can go up against it. Okay, done. And we'll do it like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll liaise our lists against each other so we don't pick the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that might be awkward. Yeah. Um, and then next week we'll battle off our favourite five theme tunes of all time for yeah. Take 100. Um, and then the week after that for Take 101 when we're back, uh, we shall do two more pilot Ooh, podcast yeah. episodes. So... I would like to go first, if I may. Okay, go for it. As you put ER down on the table for this week, I'd like to throw down something I've just started watching, but yep. I've already smashed out 18 episodes of yep. Prison Break. Ooh. Go big or go home, Jed Shepard. That's one of the go big or one go of my favourites. <sighs> okay. Bear in mind, we've done things like Porridge. We've done yeah. things like Oz. We haven't done the bill. You could always do the bill. I d- <laughs> I don't have to do prison stuff, do I? You don't have to do a prison song. song. I don't have to do a prison song. You do have to do a prison prison song, actually. Okay. But you don't have to do a prison show. Uh, You can have anything you like. Take 101, clean slate. It's not a clean slate at all. One show I've I've always wanted to do, and to be honest, it's probably one of the best shows the BBC have ever produced, in my mind. Oh. Life on Mars. Oh, wow. Can we do that? Yes, we can. Um, I've seen many of the episodes in not sure what order oh man Life but I'm on not Mars. sure I've ever watched the first one and if I have I've done so by chance yeah. more than choice Life on Mars is so phenomenal okay good um, and to be honest when I watch the pilot episode I'll probably watch all of it okay um, uh, I'm also going to take this opportunity now to uh, re-invite people to suggest shows please to do. us and it will become now a top priority okay so if we get a suggestion and it's got to be something you know Excellence. Yeah. Yeah, we, we will get to the, the chaff <laughs> later in life when we're really old and wrinkly. Yeah. But let's try and go through all the best television shows that there are. Yeah. So if there's something we haven't done yet, and next week for Take 100, you'll see a full list mm-hmm. of all 200-ish shows, yeah. 190-something um, shows that we have done mm-hmm. in order. So have a look through the list first, and if yeah. there's something that's not on there... For example, Game of Thrones, which mm-hmm. everyone's wanging on about at the moment. Um, never seen it. Yeah. We re- yeah. We'll, we'll, we're saving that one for a special We are going to save that one. We yeah. will do that one. Um, but we'll do whatever you fancy. So find a show that you absolutely love. You could watch again and again and again. Yeah. Old or new. English, American or even another language works mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and let us know on Twitter. Jed, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepherd. J E D S H E P H E R D. Also available as a ringtone, by the way. And mine is at the Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. Yeah. Uh, so tweet us with your suggestions. If you use the hashtag, put it on the list. It'll make it a little easier to find. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we'll be back next week with the theme tune special for Take One Hundred, and then the week after that will be Prison Break versus Life on Mars. And that just leaves me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Snap, snap.